Happy Monday, y'all. Uh, it's a good week for me. You know, uh, Florida State and the Saints got to win this weekend. So that has been uh, rare the last few years that both of my teams win. So, uh, of course, going to the FSU game, we had started out rough against Jacksonville State. Uh, we were down 14-0 and then at one point, 21-7. But then uh, we got to the troops, tied it up before halftime, and then, you know, took over in the second half. So it was good to see. Um, I'm glad that Norvell finally made the move to uh, place Jordan Travis in there. And we obviously saw that uh, he was more poised. He had started with Tate Rodemaker, but Tate obviously had uh, let the pressure probably get to him a little bit with him being a freshman, you know, and having a lot to on his shoulders. So he had threw a pick six and then just wasn't performing to the way FSU or Norvell had expected him to. So Jordan Travis got the nod. And uh, it actually looked like the offense was fluid based off the highlights that I watched. Uh, you know, I wasn't able to see the game. It wasn't on any uh, channels on my fire stick or on regular uh, TV channels. So I just was looking at highlights and seeing the score and everything. But, uh, you know, it was good to at least see uh, a good showing <laughs> of Florida State after uh, two abysmal losses. But, I mean, of course, yes, it is Jacksonville State, but as Florida State fans know, wins aren't easy to come by. So hopefully this uh, builds up some type of momentum and gives us a fair shake when we travel to Notre Dame this weekend to face them. Uh, don't think we'll come up with a victory with that, but, you know, maybe we'll show some fight and some grit, you know, at least make it interesting and not have a debacle like we had against Miami. So that's fair on that. Um, hopefully we still stick with the lineup that worked. You know, having Jordan Travis starting, you know, having the whoever was at defense playing their role specifically, you know, just show more of that uh, Seminole spirit that we were accustomed to seeing. Uh, yesterday, the Saints uh, looked good and finally got a win after having a two-game losing skid. Uh, so they're now 2-2, two and two, number two in the, uh, in the NFC South. You know, behind Tampa Bay, who won a very interesting and entertaining game against the Chargers yesterday. And, you know, momentum, you know, that's a heck of a <laughs> heck of a game changer, you know, because going to halftime, you know, 40 seconds left in halftime, the Chargers were up 24 to 7. And it was looking like, hey, the Chargers may end up getting this upset win. They may end up getting two and two, you know, having the Saints be back on top at number one, but as we know, most teams don't really uh, help the Saints out in any way possible. So, I mean, uh, they were up 24-7, then a turnover fumble by a rookie and Kennedy, the running back, because Austin Eckler had left the game with a, I think it was, they said it was a hamstring injury or some lower leg injury. So, uh, that was a deciding factor in why uh, they the offense didn't look as fluid in the running game. But anyways, he fumbled, and then Tom Brady was able to give to Mike Evans for scoring, and instead of going down 24 to seven, you're now only down 10 points, 24 to 14. So then the momentum shifted, and then you know, as we all know, uh, Brady was Brady, having thrown, having been the oldest player to throw for five touchdowns in a game. So he's still showing that he still has a few more tricks left in his sleeve, and it also helps he has a uh, very reliable weapons, and you know, uh, Mike Evans. And uh, prayers up to O.J. Howard as well. I heard that he suffered a Achilles injury and is likely done for the rest of the year. 
you know, you hate seeing those type of injuries from any player because those can be career-ending injuries. And he was just finding his groove in his career and was looking like to be one of the best tight ends uh, in the league. But uh, now it's on to having to see if Gronk can now be more efficient. And he has been really not as heard of in the Tampa Bay scheme yet. Uh, who knows? Uh, sometimes players pick up in the second half. But prayers up to O.J. Howard. And uh, that was a good game between the Chargers and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Uh, going to the Saints and Detroit game, though. So this was, I think, a must-win. As I said on Friday, a must-win for the New Orleans Saints. You know, coming off two tough losses. You know, the talks of the offense not looking in sync. You know, uh, everyone off-timing. What, what's going on? Breeze's arm. Has he lost a step? And then on Saturday night around 10.45, there was a post that said, that a Saints player had tested positive for uh, COVID-19. So now all the players that were around him, his name was Michael Burton, the fullback, they had to get retested and see if any other players had gotten uh, positive who had been around him. And then it was said that the game may be canceled because there was no way that you could, you know, play a game with players being positive like that. But then it came around in the morning around 7.30 that it was a false positive and no one was at risk and the game could still be played. So that was part of the adversity the Saints had to deal with well. Not only you're on that two-game losing skid and everyone's saying the offense looking bad, you then had to deal with a COVID-19 scare and basically not getting any sleep or rest last night playing a, a noon game down here. I think it was 1 o'clock in Detroit. Regardless, playing an early game and having to deal with all that, I mean, no one could have blamed the Saints for laying an egg on this one if they had especially not me because uh you know your health is more important than a game or any fantasy or anything you know just how the chiefs and the patriots moved their game from sunday to the today which will be played at cbs at 605 eastern time or uh 605 central time i think it's seven eastern time my mistake but you know it, it, it at first it's been it's going to be a weird year you're going to see more more uh, things like this going on. I mean, MLB had to deal with it, and they were still able to, you know, get the rest of the season, and they had 60 games to play. And, you know, I, I think it's uh, something that you're just going to have to, another obstacle you have to overcome this year uh, dealing with things like that, just like Tennessee and Pittsburgh moved their game to a whole nother week, you know. So it just, you, we, we, at this point, most of the players know you have to have sacrifices, and have to deal with stuff that you haven't dealt with before. You know, it's a, a novel virus, something you have to get through, okay, to play the game that you love and have your fans watch the game they love, watch their team, watch their players. So anyway, uh, so like I said, there was no reason to think or, you know, kind of bash the Saints this week having to deal with all that the night before a critical game. So at the start, it didn't look too good. You know, the defense couldn't get out the field on third down and then let up a score at the first uh, minute and a half. And then we get to where the offense was seen on the field and Drew Brees on his first throw through an interception and Detroit scored again. And, and now it was looking like, oh, man, now we're going we're gonna to deal with a blowout. We're going to deal with getting, you know, beat up by the Saints, beating up by the Detroit Lions because the Saints didn't get their rest. But then Sean Payton did what we were asking him to do the last few weeks, balance and run the ball. And, you know, 
we were able to, you know, get about seven to eight yards a carry with Murray and Alvin Kamara. You know, Alvin Kamara still showing that he's one of the best backs, if not the best back in the National Football League with his talent and ability to shift and Murray being that two punch after Kamara. You know, that system has been working for years for Champagne. It doesn't look like it'll ever uh, slow down during his tenure with us. And then Drew Brees, you know, <laughs> look what got into him. He actually was throwing down the field, you know, throwing 10, 20 yard passes. What we've been asking him to do, he was throwing the, more, more to Emmanuel Sanders, who had about eight receptions, 95 yards. So it was just good to see that he was getting in a groove as well. And, and, you're, and you see that he's getting more comfortable throwing to Sanders now. And Sanders has, it seems that he's learned the offense fully. And then uh, kudos to Traquan Smith. Uh, he has some critical catches, especially uh, touchdown catches as well. Um, you know, he had one where it looked like it was in a tight window. His first one, then the second one was a drop back from Drew way through. And then, you know, uh, Traquan ran a little cross route and got the touchdown. And then a critical third and 10 we needed at the end of the game to basically seal it. He caught it. And though that's what we asked out Traquan being our wide receiver three. We want you, you know, you don't have to have a big 100-yard game every game, but we want you to catch the passes that are critical when people are doubling up on Michael Thomas when he comes back or doubling up on Emmanuel Sanders. That's all we ask out of a wide receiver three is to make the catches that uh, you're supposed to make. And you can tell he's been working on those 50-50 balls because, you know, the last few seasons you weren't too sure of him making those catches unless it was a Drew Brees record on the line. <laughs> that was a running joke. So, you know, uh, <laughs> it was good to see. It was good to get a win, first of all. You know, it's always good to when the Saints win. And it's good to see that the offense looked the best it looked, you know, the entire season, I think, <laughs> dang near. Um, you know, Drew Brees being in his bag, Alvin Kamara always being his, you know, everybody contributing. It wasn't just one player getting the ball, you know. It wasn't just Drew Brees dependent on check downs. He actually was going down the field and looking. Granted, it was Detroit, but, you know, Detroit had just picked off Kyler Murray the week before for uh, three interceptions. So, yeah, it, it's, it's half and half. You know, I'm, good. I'm happy for Brees to finally look normal. But I'm also not getting too ahead of myself because it was Detroit. And, you know, we kind of have to set the bar lower from Breeze given his age and what we've seen so far. So if he can continue this momentum during the rest of the season, I think that narrative will change. But, you know, it's a week-by-week event. And, you know, we're just happy to get that win. And as always, it's good to be potting. Who that and go knows.